Okay, let's go. And we are in. Happy Sunday morning, guys. First things first, I need to apologize for my hair. I say apologize, I don't really care. It is a Sunday morning. Um, but yeah, I look like a bit of a homeless. First things first, I actually just wanted to say thank you. Um, I'm incredibly grateful at the moment. I'm in a bit of a weird spot with life and work at the moment where I'm throwing everything at everything that I'm doing really. And one of the hardest parts about this that I'm sure people can relate to is that when you're doing all the things, you're, throw, you're putting all the inputs in, but you're not getting the outputs. You're not getting the positive or even negative feedback. You're just getting static. It's like if you're in space, I suppose, that no one can hear you scream kind of thing. Um, but in the last few days, particularly, and probably in the last five days, we've started to get a little bit of traction on YouTube, which is amazing. And I think the channel, whilst still massively in its infancy and being tiny that it is, has like doubled in a week, which is insane. And I think it's very important when you're doing anything, particularly at the beginning, to not focus on absolute numbers, but to look at percentages. Because if you look at the absolute numbers and you're like, yeah, I gained one subscriber, you're like, oh, what's the point? But if you look at it and gain and say, wow, I grew 32% in three days, it gives you that motivation. And I say this to all of my um, coaching clients that I work with, that it's not that you don't enjoy doing the exercise or the training or the diet or whatever it might be. It's just that you're not getting that positive feedback yet. But the beautiful thing about what I do, I, I give my clients peace of mind because I give them the systems and the tools that I know guaranteed will work for them. And I say, if you just keep going, you will get the result. When you're doing something like YouTube, you don't get much of that. But what I would say is, thank you for the comments. Thank you for the likes. And also, I actually won't even want to say thank you for the dislikes. But what I would love is if you don't like a piece of content that I've done, that's absolutely fine. You're entitled to your opinion. I'm not the thought police here. I'm trying to make this content as much of what I have done that you can take from it. As a guy who's been training and been sort of obsessed with fitness and health and all this stuff for 15 years, and I'm trying to give you all the mistakes that I've made to help you shortcut those mistakes. And, and along the way, there's a lot of mindset stuff thrown in because I'm really into that sort of human psychology sort of stuff. But if you do dislike a piece of content, you're entitled to, to that. Tell me, leave me the thumbs down thing. That's absolutely fine. But what I'd also love is leave me like a constructive comment as well. Like obviously if you just put something asinine, I'm gonna reply with an asinine comment. Like some guy the other day, what did he put? Like this, this the same, same old feel good shit that every other YouTuber said. I was like, first of all, thank you for recognizing me as a YouTuber, super honored. But second of all, I'm like, I just literally commented, maybe we're onto something. If everybody is saying something and you disagree with it, you're probably in the wrong. Like maybe you're not, but you're pro probability wise, you probably are. And uh, you can't fight market conditions. Probably the biggest lesson that I've learned so far from this year. And I'm gonna go into that on another video in more detail. But anyway, if you do have something cr to criticize me with, leave a constructive comment. First of all, that helps me with the algorithm, so you'd be doing me a massive favor. But secondly, I can then create content that you want to see. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I don't want to fight market conditions. I want to give you guys what you want to see. If there's a particular thing you're struggling with, tell me. And if I don't know the answer, I'll be really honest. I'm not, I'm not the guy who's going to sit here 
and just BS his way through a video. Honestly, I'm not because if you've been watching any of my content, you'll notice that there is no edits. I do everything in one frame, in one take, and that's very purposeful because on the selfish side, I am doing this 100 days of YouTube in a row, although I might just carry on, to be honest. I'm doing this to improve my communication skills. It actually, weirdly enough, helps me come up with other ideas as well. It's a strange creative process for me, and I enjoy it now, but I enjoy it because we're starting to get that progress. So I am completely open to constructive criticism. Leave me a comment. If you think I'm wrong about something, let's have a debate about that. I'm, I'm all ears for that. You know, I'm an evidence-based practitioner in this space and I'd be the worst evidence-based practitioner if I was very cut and dry about much stuff. You know, there is some stuff that is pr pretty, pretty much proven with a 99.99999% degree of certainty. But a lot of stuff is not. It's nuanced science that we've only really been looking into as a species for 10, 20, or even 30 years. Right, let's get into today's topic. So today is quite a funny one. So this is inspired by the fact that, I don't know if you guys have seen this, Andrew Tate has released a supplement. Now, spoiler alert, I have ordered the supplement <laughs> because we're gonna do a video Another video, I don't know when it's going to come. By the way, the, the, sh the shipping fee was $10. So it better come with like some sort of Victoria's Secret model attached to it or something. But I've ordered it. It's called Fireblood. And if you haven't, I wouldn't, I would play you a clip, but I'm pretty sure they're using some advanced AI now. And if they see his face or hear his voice, your channel immediately gets blocked and shut down. So if you haven't, go to his account on X and watch his advert. Listen, love or hate the guy, you cannot deny that he is an incredible marketer and he knows exactly what he's doing. Every single word is precisely laid out uh, in, in that realm, he is a genius. Watch it, even if it's just for the entertainment value, it's like two minutes long. But anyway, he has released a supplement and I'm quite curious, I'll be really honest, because the guy, again, it's very difficult to know what's true, what's not, is the guy a bloody human trafficker, who knows. But for the most part, he has shown some integrity. And what I mean by that is he could easily have made a lot more money by putting his name behind certain products. And he hasn't done that. And then when he releases a supplement, initially I was quite surprised. because I was a bit like, well, first of all, you've always said you don't take any supplements. And second of all, you're now putting your name on something. So to me, I was like, if he's putting his name on something, either all of this is a scam and he's actually broke, or what I think is more likely, he has come up with something that he genuinely believes in and takes. I could be the biggest sucker in the world. Maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe he's laughing at everyone who take, buys an order. But I really don't think this guy is scraping the barrel for what it was, I think it was like 60 pounds or something like that for the odd 60 pound order here or there. I'm pretty sure he's not operating at that level. Again, could be completely wrong. Anyway, I've ordered it, but that's not the point. That will be another video. Taste test, all of this sort of stuff. Today's video is basically in the advert, he says, what did he say exactly? It's something like things that are good for you aren't meant to taste good. Something like that. Paraphrasing a little bit. Sorry, Tate. But it got me thinking, right, is he actually right? And I start, and I had this conversation with my barber as well because I saw it and then went straight to get my hair cut. And we were talking about this and we were throwing ideas around and like, we were saying like ginger shots is the first example that came to our mind. Like, 
pretty widely regarded as pretty good for you, but they taste absolutely rank. Like you can have a hundred ginger shots and your body never gets used to them, right? They just burn, they just suck. But they also give you that kind of, uh, you kind of know you've had something good. It's weird. It's almost like this, your brain gives you the feedback loop straight away. But it got me thinking, are there any foods that are good for you and taste good? And I'll be pleased to tell you that I've come up with five. And these are genuinely five that I, actually, I'll be really honest, one of them I don't have that much, but the other four I have pretty much every single day, at least every single week. So I'll rattle through them now and let me know again in the comments. Let me know if you've got any others that, there's probably ones that I've missed that, that you might love and you might have as part of staples in your diet. So let me know. Number one, dark chocolate. So full of healthy fats and also a little known fact about dark chocolate, very high in fiber and high in fiber is very important, not just for you know a, a healthy digestive system and, and to make sure that you're you know going to the toilet regularly, but it, high in fiber means that it's gonna stop you from being constipated. And I've done another video about this, but just very briefly, it's quite funny. We talk about children being constipated and we sort of recognize the cause and effect of that. So that you know they are constipated and then the effect is that they're gonna it's gonna affect their mood. But then as soon as we're adults, we don't really think of it in the same way. Somehow we've kind of we're not the same species, but we are. And if we're constipated, it does have a negative effect on our mood, genuinely. So if you're having a diet that's high in fiber, you're gonna be pooing more regularly, you're gonna be less constipated, you're gonna that's going to contribute towards a, a healthier outlook towards life, let's say. So number one, dark chocolate. Number two, steak. And the reason the steak is in here, first of all, it's super easy to cook. I am not a good chef, by the way. By the way, I, I always say this to people, there's a big difference between being a certified nutritionist and a chef. Uh, I am one and not the other. I am a certified nutritionist. I am a terrible chef. However, I've got my steaks down to an art. Cook them in a bit of, actually quite a lot of butter. Flip them both sides, salt and pepper on both sides. Get them... I, I like to have like relatively medium rare. I'd say more on the medium side than on a rare side, but um, probably you're looking at four minutes on each side, but I'll flip it like every 90 seconds or so. Damn, my steaks taste good, man. And the thing I've put steaks in here for is that you, you're gonna struggle to find a better quality source of protein. Um, from an amino acid profile, but also steak is one of the very few foods that contains natural sources of creatine, which is very valuable as well. So number three is blueberries. So you get all the benefits of fruit and fructose and what that is, plus blueberries are full of antioxidants and in my experience, they taste banging. But the one thing to say about blueberries is try and aim for the ones that are on the smaller size because the bigger the blueberry, the more genetically modified it's been. And, you know, more pesticides, more herbicides, all this sort of stuff, um, the more crap you're putting in your body, basically. So if you can get ones that are much more natural, smaller, um, they might not taste as sweet, but they will be better for you. And they'll still taste sweet, to be honest. And wash them before. That's very important. Number four. Number four is the one that I don't have very often, but I will throw in... If I'm recovering from an illness, I'll throw this in quite a lot. Chocolate milk. So you get all the nutrients of milk, all the benefits and all the nutrients of milk, which is, you know, it's high in carbs, high in fats, high in protein. It's, it's one of, along with eggs, which, spoiler alert, is number five. <laughs> um, it's one of the few foods which is incredibly complete in the sense that it's got all three macronutrients in it, which makes it very nutrient dense. 
And of course, it just tastes better because it's chocolate milk. Like, who doesn't like that? Now, of course, it's obviously going to be high in sugar. Of course it is. And this is why I'm saying to people, I don't have it every day. And if you are, you've got to be very careful about how you moderate it because you're going to massively spike your insulin. You're going to massively spike your glycemic index. Don't need to worry too much about glycemia and all this sort of stuff. But yeah, your insulin is a bit more of a concern in, in the longer term. If you were to have it every single day, you'd have to be very careful. But if you're recovering from an illness and your appetite's been suppressed, I find that in men particularly, when we're ill, we just eat less. I don't know if this affects women the same way because I'm not a woman, but in men, we just eat less when we're ill. So if you're recovering from an illness, not only are you recovering from the actual inflammation in your body, you're recovering from the fact that you've been eating less, which means you've got less energy, less stored energy. So you've got a double whammy. So you wanna get your energy up as fast as possible. And the best way to do that is liquid calories. So smoothies are fantastic, but also milk and chocolate milk just tastes better. And when you're ill and you give less of a fuck about your macros and stuff, what better thing than chocolate milk? So that's number four. And as I said, number five is eggs, because again, they are nutritionally complete fats, protein, carbs, they got it all. They are absolutely fantastic. And the other reason I've put these in here is because, well, First of all, they taste incredibly good. And the other thing is you can have them any time of day. They're one of the only foods that it's socially acceptable to have all times of day. Like you could have egg at 6 a.m. or at 9 p.m. and no one's going to bat an eyelid. Whereas if you have like chocolate cake at 8 a.m., people are going to think you're a weirdo. Um, you know, and there's plenty of other examples like that. But they go with everything. You can have them on your own. You can have them with fish. You can have them with meat. You can have them with everything you can have them with carb you just they're just awesome and they take like fucking two minutes to cook you don't even have to cook them and they're relatively cheap so everything in moderation of course guys but there is some hope that is five foods that taste too damn good to be true so i hope you've enjoyed this video if you have like i said guys really really appreciate the support keep running up the comments Keep running up the likes, subscribe to the channel, tell your friends, yada, 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 all the usual things, more videos coming. And I'm excited, let's keep going, let's keep growing. If you've got any suggestions for me content-wise, I'm all ears, I'd love to hear it. Have a great Sunday.